0: Hey, hey, welcome back to the Gymnazo Podcast. This is your guest host, CJ Kubliska, the Director of Programming here at Gymnazo. And in this podcast, we're gonna be discussing part two of Navigating 2020, getting a deeper look inside of our coaches' minds with Coach Mitch, Coach Kalina, Coach Goose, aka Coach Jonathan, and myself. And we're gonna break down the goods, the bads, the uglies of 2020, where our mind was at when the first restrictions were put in place, and uh, how we we navigated around it, how we adapted and uh, not only survived and fought our way through the year, but set ourselves up to thrive towards the end of the year and have a successful start to the uh, 2021 year of growth. We're gonna be talking about the triumphs, the victories of overcoming the challenges that we initially were faced with, some of the fun stories and fun moments that we got to experience from 2020. Our resistance to some of the changes and some of the challenges we uh, faced individually, uh, mentally, physically, uh, and with our community. And then also how things are now and how the future is looking uh, for us individually and as a team. Hope you all enjoy listening to this conversation, gives you a little insight into our relationship as coaches. Very much a brother sister good kind of mentality here uh, so bear with us as we uh, as we break down what we experienced last year it happened so quickly yet it feels like multiple lifetimes ago so kick back maybe open one of your favorite beverages and prepare yourself for a reflection of 2020 enjoy
1: Welcome to the gymnasial podcast, where you get to peek behind the curtains of what it takes to create and run a seven-figure fitness facility that ranks in the top 5% of boutique fitness studios for revenue. But to be honest, that's the least important thing about us. Founded by me, Michael Hughes, Gymnaso has created an ecosystem of services that blend performance with restoration techniques and attracts top coaches to its facility. Hosted by its owners, Peyton and myself, and our top coaches, this podcast shares our best practices on everything from how to build a sustainable fitness business, to how to program for maximum results, to how to build a hybrid training module that's online and in person. We have marketing secrets. Movement, innovation, and breaking down trends in the industry. If you're a fitness professional or a fitness business owner, this is where you learn how to sharpen your skills and to see maximum results.
0: All right, y'all. So, 2020. What a uh, what a wild year! I think the best way to kick off this conversation is if you could put 2020 into one word. Exciting. You personally exciting, definitely <laughs> exciting. <laughs>
2: Exciting, all right, exciting, yeah. The first word that came to mind was chaos, but, uh, make, <laughs> but maybe dynamic is the better word you go with, dynamic, just um, so many different levels and like highs and lows and pivots that it's just a very dynamic year.
3: Hmm. Uh, it's, it's more of a, it's not really a word, but more of like a grunt, like ugh.
4: <laughs> like, like sound effect can you spell uh, that for us like,
3: like like you just think 2020 and like the only thing I think of is like ugh <laughs> that's it just, it's well said ugh.
2: no no other words needed It pretty sums it up yeah it's
3: just a whole mixture of emotions none of which are good at the end of the day just ugh just that is was a year <laughs> no doubt uh, my words disorienting
0: just like kicked us off of a path I think we had a, a a mindset going in at the end of twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, going. This is the year we make shit happen. This is the year that we really take off and enter the enter the world um, as a not just a training facility, but with our own methods, our own mindset, and uh, kind of release our training to not only other athletes but other trainers. Uh, launching a multidimensional movement coach program and uh, certification, and we we're hoping to do some live sessions and. That got ripped away from us, I think, (laughs) the second month of 2020. So it was certainly disorienting. It was like a shift of path. Like you just get knocked off, off course. Where do you go? What's the direction you take next? Um, That and I think one more word would be mystifying. Like it was so confusing. I I got two words? Yeah, I got two words. Sorry, Mitch. (laughs) Uh, Mystifying in the sense of like... Everything becomes so so confused and obscure that, and mysterious. It was like, what is this invisible enemy that we're all facing? And it was like, yeah, COVID, but it was also all of a sudden these restrictions are being placed on us. And it was like, we have a whole new rule book that we're going off of. That we don't even know what the rules are. They're being made yeah. as we speak.
4: That's the exciting part of it too, though. It was so many opportunities for us to have to figure things out, like forcing us to be creative. I found that to be, like, exciting. Having to pivot, having... Because obviously we weren't just going to sit back like, all right, let's, you know, write it out. It's like, all right, let's figure this out. What's the next move? How can we be successful do this? So I was excited about it.
0: We were excited right off the bat, like when the restrictions first came into play. Like that day where... It came down to, hey, are we going to close tonight? Are we going to close in three days? Are we going to close in a week? What's what's the deal? What are other gyms doing? Like when those first restrictions came in, saying you cannot be open, you have to close your doors. Where, what was your initial raw reaction?
2: We closed early, actually. So we had that little the little, little Wednesday meeting, poured some bourbon, we we're like, this is it, guys. Right. Like shit's going down. Um, so I you know, like I was. Concern before we shut down because some people weren't taking it like super seriously and there's um, definitely concern for how many people we interact with you know it's not not like we're gonna get it and die but we just didn't know anything really about about mm-hmm. COVID but um, when we sat down and like cheers like we're gonna we're gonna shut our doors but we're gonna figure it out my mentality was like fucking survive or die it's <laughs> <laughs> like bring it on let's go like If the ship's going down, grab a bucket, guys, because, like, we're not going to go down without a fight. Like, I didn't, there was never, like, a doubt in my mind, especially after the first few weeks, there was never a doubt in my mind that our gym was going to, like, not make it through this. It was just a matter of how hard do we have to work and what do we have to do to make it happen. And uh, it it was sort of that, like, hey, bring it on with every new wave of, of bullshit, like, okay, that's it, you know, the ship's going down, grab a bucket, just start, start bailing out, and we're gonna, we're gonna make it. A lot of
4: uncertainty at first, where it's just like, all right, we gotta close down, what, what like the 17th or something like that, somewhere around that yeah. time, is, are we gonna be closed down for a couple days, are we gonna be closed down for a couple weeks to figure this shit out, is it gonna be just closed down until shit's back to, in airport normal, And I was like, nope, we're going to pivot as fast as we can, and we're going to get some shit dialed in and get it going.
2: Remember when they were like, oh, we'll be back open in June? Yeah, it was like, (laughs) it was like, it was like a couple months. (laughs) First it was like two weeks, then
0: it was like, all right, two months, y'all, you'll be cleared, it will be good to go.
2: We were like, well, we know it'll be longer than two weeks, but like, by June, by June we'll be back. We're like, psych. That was...
4: Also a lot of trust with the crew, though. Like, like you were saying, uncertainty, not knowing how long it's going to be, not knowing what it looked like, but also like... If we're riding with, like, this team, this is the team I want to be riding with, like, full confidence in us figuring some shit out pretty quick. We're with the full spectrum of brother and sisterhood. We hate each other. Yeah. We love each
3: other. Oh, yeah. Overnight. Yeah. Overnight. <laughs> back and forth. Maybe a weekend we reset, play games, we love each other again. By Wednesday we're like, screw you. <laughs>
2: so yeah. I love you guys so much. Get
3: out. <laughs> I wouldn't do this with anybody else. But God, I can't stand being around <laughs> Please Please, other
2: people. Do your goddamn job. Do you want a breakfast burrito?
0: <laughs> Restored the happiness. Yes. Yeah, you you're really messing up right now. You guys want to barbecue this weekend? <laughs> (laughs) No, honestly, that kind of like carried us through, I think, is that that team bond, that teammanship that even though we had no idea what we were about to face, we were told we got to shut down. We're like, we're not shutting down. We took that shot of of bourbon and it was, we're closing down, we're going virtual in three days. (laughs) And we had no virtual content, except for something you and Michael had created, uh, Goose, it was that um, like a seven day reset, like a vacation workout that we were just kind of testing the waters of virtual And so we at least had that to kind of send out initially to give us a little bit of a cushion. Mm -hmm. And then it was full on program, film, get people equipment, like that was one of the things too. We just started renting out equipment, emptying out the facility. And I think that was a game changer for us as coaches because we were inside and stuff was leaving the walls and the Vipers were gone and then the dumbbells were being rented out. And it was really cool because we were seeing members coming through and spraying stuff off and just handing them out, but there was a point that it was almost like fear. I don't know. I came over working with fear when our facility was like half empty. And we're just sitting there with a giant computer or a computer and a giant TV. We're looking around at each other and it's just quiet. Like there was – you could hear a pin drop in there between sessions. There's no music playing. We always had music blasting. And it was like – it hit me in my heart so much so that I was just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like this – I think – Mitch threw on some Bakar or something and
2: <laughs> then
0: it like restored that energy so quickly. The but uh, right. it was almost like it always comes in. Yeah. <laughs> always comes in clutch. I kinda paired it to uh, you know in video games, if you play a lot of video games, there's like story mode mm. and you gotta face a boss at the end of each level that's you have no idea what their skills or their, their expertise is or what their moves are and they'll kill you again and again and again and you start to learn. Their skills, and then you can beat them and get to the next level. I felt like we were in—if you played Super Smash Bros. Story Mode, at the end you'd face the hand, and the hand would be coming in, smacking you down, slapping the shit out of you, and then come like disappearing like, all right, I'm good, and then it comes out and punches you again, and shit's just going crazy. You're like, what? what am I gonna do? And I felt like that for quite a bit of times when you're we getting each little level of restriction. It was like. First, you got to close your doors, can't do any training inside, a couple weeks of that, then, okay, you can go back inside, but you got to have six foot distance. And then um, you can only have so many people in at once. And then we started to just get crazy with it and try to do both at the same time, coaching virtually and in person hybrid mode. Uh, What was your initial reaction to that? When we went hybrid.
2: No. In person.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We all said no, but we were like, yeah, we'll try it.
2: Well, yeah, we're like, well, we're going to try it, but I don't think this is going to be great. And then it definitely sucked. Five days in,
3: my phone was against the wall. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Like in theory, it seemed like it was going to go so much more smooth. And then it was like, you catch a couple people who were like in person, they want to be on camera. You got trying to interact with people on camera, also interact with people in, in group, in person. You're trying to ask a question yeah. of the day or get like a read on the camera folks and then these people are getting distracted. Same thing with the opposite, going back and forth. So it seemed a lot more smooth in theory than when it happened, it was like, oh, this shit's a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: But I think that's how we learn, right? It's like Direct experience. We kind of go all in and we don't really know what's on the other end, which is trial and error and risk and reward. and. We're going to come out with some kind of knowledge.
2: Hybrid might be the only model of fitness training that we've ever done where all the coaches are like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Like, we don't like this. Like, that, that's the only program I think is, like, we're like, like, virtual works, in-person, socially distance works. Hybrid, it was like, we hate this. Like, it's just not fun. It's the only model that I have ever, for as long as we've been here, that's the only, like, type of class or session where it's like, this just blows. This is just, like... I felt like I was losing at every class. Like, mm. like that's rough. Somebody lost. Like either virtual didn't get enough attention, or like they didn't get the love that they wanted, or like in person lost because I was so focused on hybrid. Because you could have or on virtual, because you could have like seven people doing virtual and like one person in facility. You're like, well, I'm gonna talk to the camera because that's where they're at. Or or vice versa. It's like it just and then when you walk away from the camera, it's just like an ass yeah, on you the, the screen. Like, <laughs> walk stay face in the camera. Yeah, the like time. oh god, how do I demonstrate this with a uh, with all of my body parts in the right position, <laughs> not right at the camera? Yeah, that was a rough wow. time.
0: I'm glad we went through that together, though. Oh yeah, and never knew like actually knowing what it felt like to be in that scenario. Because I mean, you think about the teachers right now too; they're going hybrid, and imagining teaching. 30 kids where half are in person, half are online. Sounds I mean, we've terrible. got we don't even have that many, we've got adults, but to deliver a quality experience, it's it was damn near impossible. Because you've got to yeah. focus your attention on a 2D screen or you got to focus your attention in 3D space and you're like, man, I just can't it doesn't work.
2: If we were shitty trainers and we didn't like being good at our jobs, how would we be fine?
0: Just deliver a workout right? yeah, it's like, transaction. You just yeah. do
2: it. But I think right. all of us care too much to be like yeah, it's just whatever, it's fine. Like, all of us are like, nope, it's not good enough.
0: It carried us through. I think it was tough, though, because we had... It is, we have a diverse population. We've got members uh, and athletes that, you know, don't really care about all the restrictions and stuff, and, and they were respectful of each other's space and whatnot, wore masks. Um, and then you got the other side that they don't want to be out in public at all, and both sides have th- have their calculated risks, right? And so to serve... A diverse population it was like the only thing that we found could actually just carry us through for the next what do we do it for a month maybe off and on Um, but it's really tough as a coach to want to deliver a quality experience and not have that that understanding or that ability to focus on a specific group you've got now two separate groups that are taking your attention and People have different equipment at home, and the, the program is written for this kind of equipment, and it's it's easy to make a modification. But when you're on screen trying to pay attention to all these modifications and constant words and encouragement, it's just a turn into a cluster, I think. What were some of the other like bigger challenges that you think you faced? That we faced
2: getting in 2020? the baby boomers up to speed on technology. Like for how many troubleshooting <laughs> sessions <laughs> you be like. <laughs> no, your camera's not on. No, you're still on mute. Like, no, click this button. Like, just like, just every scenario. Hmm. We became uh, tech experts on how to open and operate and create Zoom accounts. And uh, I think that was one of the hardest parts. Like, I feel like the first four to six weeks just like completely blacked out on what we were really doing with training because we were just trying to get people caught up and comfortable with using. Technology and even people who weren't comfortable in front of a camera or coaching in front of a camera Um, like how do you train somebody when you can't completely see all of them or people like who didn't have enough training space I was talking today with Barb saying like hey can you pivot your foot and she's like how do you know that I'm not pivoting my foot I was like well because your hip's not moving like we can just tell now we don't need to see the whole picture to tell the rest of your body what's not happening it's just like Mm. one of those weird like You know virtual adaptations when you're like you know if somebody's kneeling and you can only see their top half but you can tell how their body is moving based on like which knee is down you're like hey switch legs or like switch directions you go towards the knee that's up like how do you see that (laughs)
4: just like follow that chain now without having to see like the rest of that picture yeah
2: like in in a way it almost makes it like you got better at seeing motion because you had these limitations you know it's like wearing one eye patch you only got to see like half the picture but
4: I think tech on our side too. Um, like again, props like Michael for that because Michael, I feel like troubleshot so much shit that could have went wrong from getting like microphones dialed in, new computers, like ecam live stuff set up, adding a logo, adding timers to the screen, adding the workout boards to the screen, like all that stuff that I there's no way I would want to do that at all. There was one day we were like updating some stuff, had our own computers in here, and you know what? We're just gonna get. New computers, dial it all in, stays in for the weekend, show up on Monday and say, hey, just do this, this, and this, and you'll be good. Well, shit, thanks, man. Like That saved me probably a week of work of trying to figure some shit out because you spent your weekend doing it.
2: Yeah, I think getting all of our technology platforms linked up, too, so that everything... Work the way it was like Mitch and I for sure wanted to throw shit multiple times because I did Yeah <laughs> Like when something's, helps, not, it's when, <laughs> when something's not working and it's like it's not your fault There's, there's like a glitch somewhere else in the system like yeah. Zoom doesn't send out the link or Like where we, we used to have to manually input everybody's email address and send it out, like, yeah. how much, you know, so
3: I copied and pasted. you manually it <laughs> <laughs> in, individual
2: emails, yeah, but you, I mean, but still, you'd course. have to go, like, look into your class list, copy all their email addresses, open up your email, add it all in, like, copy the Zoom link, like, you just had to open and do so many more steps, and now, like, so thankful to click open two things, like, start class, like, yes, didn't have to email anybody, it's just, yeah. like. I think that was the, one of the things, the biggest, like, things we took for granted was to be able to walk into the facility and just, like, have everything set up, turn on the TV, turn on the music, turn on the lights, like, great, workout's ready to go. But then having to come in and, like, okay, crap, we gotta turn on the TV, gotta email these people, like, all of the little steps that you have to to go through was just...
4: They go like, you know, like mind body see shell. everybody, like the whole thing. And yeah. one person didn't get it. Karen emails you, Mercedes emails, like, oh, oh my gosh, like, they didn't get it. We gotta figure this out. Like someone to them last second. Yeah. They're popping in, like, jeez. Definitely was a lot, a lot smoother. Which if it weren't for front desk,
3: in those situations that's happened, like they would never have gotten my class. I would be like, all right, we well, just got to sign up for the next one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, the timing but is you know, quick, like, right? You don't have time to troubleshoot. Go back in and figure out a 10 minute process in 22 seconds. You've got clients waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. That's a bummer. Your email took too long. <laughs> what was
0: one of the toughest? I want to talk to each and every one of you. Mitch, I want to start with you if you have one. Uh, you look back at 2020 the the toughest challenge for you like if there was a day or a session or some kind of situation that 2020 that COVID had created and how'd you uh how'd you go about solving it or uh dealing with it
3: oh it's probably depression because it was just like the bouts and just or just like so much extended time of just not doing what you actually like like we're all in this because we like to work with people and working with people on TV is just bullshit after a while, like just over it. And uh, it's the same thing over and over again. And just like, all right, well, like, how do you cheer yourself up when everything that you love to do, you can't do? And it was like, so you just gotta get creative and find, a, find a natural ways of uh, opening up your mind and trying to get past it <laughs> a little bit there. but I would say that's probably the hardest part it was just dealing with that on and off and on and off and on and off for a full year plus Hmm. I'm going to tack on to that too because that's
0: it hit me pretty hard throughout the year where I was like I was loving you know being in person exploring the energy of each session having a diverse group of people coming into every session you can kind of feed off the energy and you get through the day and you're like man this is like a good day some days are rougher than others but for the most part you're like I felt satisfied with what I did today, and I had fun doing it, I learned something. And it was really tough to maintain that positive mindset going through 2020. It was almost like positivity. Just find something that's stable, strong,
3: powerful, that you can kind of latch onto, and just hang on, hang on for the ride. Um, It's a checklist, man, you got five classes, great. One's done, four more to go. Two are done, two more to go. Or whatever is it? Three more. Counting's hard. hard. Thought I went to four. Yeah, that's what COVID did
0: to me, man. ruined my, <laughs> ruined my math ability. <laughs> Short-term memory is a
3: real thing now. Yeah,
0: and um, I mean, having having you guys obviously it was it kept the energy up there, but also we could we could feel each other when we were going in that downward spiral. We could we almost pulled each other down because we were all just upset, frustrated, angry had no idea what was going to happen next, right? It was like, all right, do we have to deal with this for a week? Are we dealing with this now for three months? Are we dealing with this for six months? Do we, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to maintain this job? Like, what's going to happen? Like, everything that you saw for the future now gets put either on hold or just aside. And you got to focus on one day at a time, which is really tough when you you don't have the people to feed off of. You don't have the energy in the room. Um, yeah, so de- depression, I mean, not just for us, but for the members who come in too, who use our space as a, a positivity booster you know escape from maybe some troubles that they're having at home or at work or just in their right. reality and then they can come here get an hour of just like
3: being in this space and this space holds so much of that that positive vibe And we have this like unwritten rule where we're the ones that are supposed to get people to be energizing and be in a good mood and this and that it's like well who the hell is supposed to get us in that mood Yeah, who's supposed <laughs> to help us do that like, Shit, yeah. we don't hire a personal trainers we, we can do it ourselves but like shit like Who's supposed to help me with th- these depressive issues or this anxiety? It's like
2: well, it's like <laughs> thing like we would jump on. Ver- that was that was the most challenging thing for me was when we were completely virtual. And same thing, you coach four classes, and everybody's on mute, right? Because you got a cl- class of ten, everybody's on mute, and it just feels like you're talking to yourself for five hours, saying the same <laughs> thing over and over again because you're teaching the same class. And then, so it was like, people were so excited, like, oh, thank you so much, that was a great class. Like, you know, we're uplifting, we're positive, and you sign off, it's like, who's gonna uplift me? Like, I would just, say it was that weird thing where it was just dead quiet in here because we didn't have like multiple virtual sessions going at the same time. So it was like, you know, I'd be in for four or five hours, you were hibernating the whole time, that you're at the the pad. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> like we didn't God. see Jonathan for like six months. Until, it was, like,
4: I, I was real gone for like a, a full month, I didn't come to the facility not once.
2: Yeah, and so it would be like, okay, <laughs> well, Mitch, your turn, like tap in, see you later, or vice versa, like CJ would come in, it was just so different, like we were all in our own little realms, but honestly coming into work at least saved me mentally, like being at home would have sucked. So I dropped a dog. I came
4: out of 2020 with a dog. I got a dog, (laughs) I'm good. You got a dog, and I got a bunch of toys. (laughs) (laughs) But but same kind of thing. So like that first month, like it was going smooth because I was also like focusing on like gift and stuff, trying to like dial that kind of thing in. So I was using a lot of like my extra time to dive into like just studying and watching videos and taking notes. So I was always had something to do. But once that like week four, week five hit, like I felt myself get annoyed with everything, like people back home, like all you guys, work, dog, house, I annoyed myself, like dude, what the fuck is going on, oh, I haven't seen people in a month, all right, (laughs) I need to tap back into that, and like cruise back in, and it was like, you could feel like a little bit of a spark, like seeing everybody again, like you came over like once, once or twice, just like pulled up, shot the ship for a little bit, and like, oh yeah, I like being social, that's (laughs) right, (laughs) so then yeah, coming back into here was big. But yeah, we all kind of hit that same kind of wall. What about you guys? Balance.
2: But like, I feel a responsibility to provide that energy and that positivity, like whether it's in front of oh, the camera yeah. or for people. So like you provide all of this energy and then you get done and you're gassed. And I think that's part of that. Like same thing, I recharge being solo. So it's like you coach four, five, six classes in a day. And that's, you know, six, seven hours of your energy, like all of this positive energy that you're giving away
1: and positive. then you've
2: got nothing left in the tank necessarily for yourself and you're just like okay i'm gonna take like i have to recharge and i just like don't need to i can't give any more energy like even if it's just being social even with friends you're just like nope shut down time a hmm. so, and paddles just out in the middle of the ocean
3: yeah staying positive the whole time is hard yeah definitely like not like you we just positive all the time it's so, uh hey it's tough to it's tough to keep that there for it like felt a lot hours. a
2: lot of times like every week it was like what's next like just all right you know what else you got to throw at me because it seemed like every single week there was always something that that popped up or like that wasn't going to work for us like we got to open and it only was at like 5% and 10% I was like just kidding you can't do that and there is so much just bullshit it's like what else are we gonna get like it just sucked but I think for, with, for bits and pieces with
4: those two though like we were opening like a small percentage and you saw like a couple like faces again like you saw like the atoms and stuff and you're just like dude oh man like I haven't seen you in so long and like for me I was just like yes like, even hybrid like as shitty as it was seeing people in person it was like oh dude there's some more energy for at least me to feed off of to where I can get, like, some kind of something going versus just talking to the camera all day. Yeah. So there's definitely a balance of, yeah, it wasn't the best idea, but at least I got to see some people and use that energy to kind of energize myself a little bit.
2: I got bummed on the fact, like, because Mitch and I had just finished GIFT in 2019, and we just finished FSTT. And we had all this (laughs) cool hands-on stuff that we could do and that like finally I was like oh my god like hitting this stride like feeling so good about getting hands-on and practical with all of our like fmr body work and then covid hits and then it's like by the way you didn't touch anybody for six months and then now it's like well certain people aren't comfortable being that close it's like okay so now it's like relearning how to teach and train movement without physically putting your hands on somebody I think that was actually one of like the triumphs of 2020 was to work with people virtually that I had never met in person before or never physically put hands on, but you fix their back pain. And it's 100% virtual. I felt like that was one of the most, not like gratifying or like proving to yourself that you know your shit, but one of the most validating things for you. Because then somebody else can say, hey... They never touched me. They just watched me move and coached me through motion and my back doesn't hurt anymore. And that was pretty cool from our perspective, because it was like, yeah, we know our shit. Like we know what we're doing. You we just want to listen and like trust us. We can see it and we can coach you through it. So that was like if anything, that was like a sweet little triumph for twenty twenty.
0: It's yeah, like the power of applying principles as opposed to just learning a bunch of techniques and Yeah trying to, like, well, now all my techniques were all hands-on stuff. Now i got to learn how to do all this stuff without my hands versus when we go into principles of why are we manipulating the fascia or why are we going in and working on a certain area of somebody's body or why are we assessing this we can start to extrapolate um, those principles and then apply them to new techniques that we developed. So that's that's sweet. I think um, any other big wins from that for you, Mitch or Goose, wins from – 2020 it triumphs like just overcoming some of the challenges that now looking back you're like if that wouldn't have happened i wouldn't have had this new insight or new information to work with my clients
4: well i know for me again like i was saying like going through gift and stuff the opportunity of having people like muted it let me speak through motion a lot more whereas like with music in the background with stuff going on in the background like i like getting distracted by stuff i like you know bright colors moving objects i'm all over the place but when it's like everybody's muted. Everybody's dialed in in front of me. Now I'm talking through the warm up, like very intentionally, I'm talking through emotion very intentionally where there's no distractions, no one's kind of butting in like, hey, what about this? It's like just getting in and it really helped me ingrain a lot of the material that I was going through as I was going through it. It was like almost instant integration, like watch a video, all right, session right after, apply that. Watch a video, session right after, apply that. So I felt like for me, it was really good at ingraining the detail just and helping it stick. Yeah, and for listeners, those of you that don't
0: coach and move, talking while moving is extremely exhausting. If you don't practice it, I mean, think back to like when you first started coaching, first started demonstrating exercises, and you're you got six exercises to demonstrate in five minutes. You're through the second exercise, and you're like, I can't show that I'm winded. <laughs> I gotta right. figure out how to breathe differently, so right. the station three, four, five, and six don't look like it's tearing me apart, <laughs> which it really is, right? Uh, so yeah, some vocal cord strength, some some lung strength, some that new uh, new wins, not just in conversing, but in uh, capacity, lung to, capacity to do the roof. I can hold my breath for over a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. <That's>
2: good, man. <laughs> Breathing into the mic, <laughs> like that. Oh was, yeah. Like you and were like. Wait, was just like take the mic off,
1: like put it away uh, for you? Like,
2: mute yourself. Okay. Any of
3: you, <laughs> you guys accidentally go to the bathroom with that still on? <laughs> that <laughs> I was was... when I had the mic on. I went to go be, and I was like, double was
2: like, triple check. And I was like, oh,
3: my bad. <laughs> Strong stream coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like right before. I had that. Thank I had, the, uh, thank I had the AirPods on, so it wasn't. I was like, you know, it. it doesn't pick up everything, but I was like, I was like, oh, that was awkward.
4: <laughs> uh, hey, you know, it's, you know, we all do it. <laughs> Definitely got you comfortable on a microphone and in front of a camera, though, too. Always on. So I think that's another big win.
0: Yeah, and you see yourself, too. You're able to reflect on your body position. You're, man, I've been standing in one spot for 30 seconds looking like I'm bored when I'm just focusing on the screen. Like, people are looking at me, you know, look, or looking at us, and we're looking back at them, but they don't know that we're studying their movement. They just look, they see our face like this. Yeah, staring at the screen like, what's going on there?
3: If you don't yeah. know CJ's doing, he's looking like a mirror captain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was kind of this um, weird, like, rapid master class in public speaking because you constantly have the, the eyes and the focus on you. Um, and like you said, you have this, like you have to talk while you're going through it because otherwise you just feel like a jackass standing there in silence so it was cool to be able to actually educate people on movement and like what they're doing and like what they're feeling this is actually what your hips going through something that we don't get to do in in like in-person group training necessarily like you know because you don't have everybody's just kind of attention or they're just doing one exercise but it feels really easy now to go sit and do like an online zoom or like recording yourself when we're doing our, you know, MDMC, um, uh, educational videos or anything, just like standing in front of a camera and talking, which like, I don't know you guys, but like the first week I was like, I hate this feeling of being the sole focus on the camera. Like it feels so awkward. And now it just is it's second nature. Like you're like, Oh yeah, sure. No problem. I'll go film a couple of videos. Like that's super easy and you can look at like i can look directly into the lens of the camera and feel like it's not awkward like i'm just having a conversation but it's not this weird like oh like tightening up in front of a front of a camera like when uh, luke came to shoot those videos and he was like hey can you guys like talk about these things he was like so impressed he's like you guys crushed those in like one or two takes like you didn't need to do any reshoots you didn't fumble over your words like well we do this for six hours a day we've been doing it for the last six months now. So talking into a camera is just like talking to a person. It doesn't feel weird. So it was kind of this weird master class in public speaking or, you know, acting in front of a camera.
0: Yeah, I think I was watching a Facebook live of you doing a kettlebell class, kettlebell session, and you were working out and talking. And somehow you're peering into my soul through the camera screen. I was like she can't even see me right now. Like, this is Facebook Live. Like, I know oh, she, she can't see though, me, see. there's no way, but I feel like she's staring at me right now and like talking to me and it's powerful. It's, yeah. It is weird, I think initially, just to hear yourself talking first, nonstop, do all your moving, and then there's no feedback from an audience. It's just like, I hope that message got through. I just tangented for a bit. I don't know where that went. Hopefully that <laughs> message got through. Facebook engines. Live was the hardest, actually. Yeah, I
2: was going to say. <laughs> because, yeah. like, you know, we were shooting that on our phones, so it's not like you're working out and you're like, hold on, let me go run up and check the comments real quick. Like, if you're just going, you're like, okay, I got nobody to watch, it is just watching me, and so, you know, it was kind of like tapping and like, okay, what am I thinking? Oh, well, that's what they're probably thinking too. Like, this sucks, <laughs> but you can do it. You know, like, tapping into that. But that was, like, the absolute hardest was... Facebook Live, either talking, like coaching Melt Mold Move, like with no feedback whatsoever. And again, it's just like me talking to myself again for an hour. Here,
4: here we are,
0: myself and I. here we are. Virtual certainly became another level. I think with where we're at now compared to when we started, it was just, it was quite a show. I mean, the setup we talked about took time, and we kind of dialed that in. Uh, Michael had set us up with a TV, a computer, a mic, camera. Everything's so next level that our experience on the coaching end was, I think, is much more enjoyable. Especially now, like virtual is something that it will never go away. Um, you know, it's not for everybody, but coaching a virtual session and seeing people's minds or their, uh, their, their emotions transform from just like, ah, oh, doing my workout to by the end of the workout, they're like, thank you, I needed that. And you're just like, I just talked you through a workout, but it's kind of that camaraderie, that accountability, and to still do live sessions virtually and now to have this whole control panel, it feels like, you know, we refer to gymnasial facility and Slow as like the mothership and we have our control panels on these rolly carts that's a giant 55 inch screen with the full uh, cord hookup like zip tied on, but it looks, it just looks official. And to have that experience as a coach is, it's certainly uh, um, energizing, uplifting, and kind of inspiring to sense like, I never saw myself doing this, I don't know about you guys doing virtual, but it was like, I'm not, I'm not wanting to do that. I'll do anything but that. Um, I don't mind being on camera, but presenting a workout for an hour when you're used to being and fe- feeding off of other people's energy around you and having conversations, little local conversations. I think that's what's missing too, is that we'd have little side conversations with groups of people. Now, when you're on virtual, on Zoom, whatever conversation's being had, everybody's involved. And you've got 18 people potentially trying to butt into it. You're like, just please go on mute and listen to me talk. You know? And then it becomes a point of just a matter of keeping things running, as opposed to just having as social hour. And I think a lot of that social aspect is starting to come back into virtual now that we've gained more comfortability um, with it. We kind of know our timing. We've got the timer on the on the app. We've got the workout boards on the app. We you know find out how to use the chat function. People have some funky things going on. Being able to to modify and tweak and cue uh, without having to embarrass somebody for something that's going on. If it's a pain, discomfort, or they had. Um, something going on there that this it's more personal I think we've leveled up just as a as a coaching staff um, and not just here but we've now set another stage for those who are trainers outside of here that have never done uh, virtual training before they've got a path that they know works they we've got programming that we know works and keeps people uh, engaged but not only that they feel like they're also progressing in their own movement ability and capacity uh, you know thank God for vipers and vipers and sandbags you do a lot of things with those uh and then bringing in kettlebells and dumbbells and seeing people's at-home gyms grow it's like something that was so rough in the beginning has kind of blossomed into something that's still tough i still don't know where it's all gonna gonna end up but people are now working out from home and finding space in their house to have positivity to bring a slice of gymnasio a slice of their movement practice home with them and i think it's a it's a huge win, um, not just for gymnasium, but for, for fitness and health in general. Like, that's not going anywhere. We just need to help people find the value in it of not having to just go somewhere, but to create that space um, at home. I got a question for you guys. How, like, how have your at-home gyms or movement practices changed?
2: Solid. Uh, I mean, I've pretty much built out, like bought two Vipers, got some more kettlebells, high core bag, like I picked up all these toys to build out my little own mini gym. My practice has varied this year. Um, Getting pregnant was certainly a challenge where I just like, yeah, I'm not doing shit Uh, (laughs) for a while. But like having more time with the ropes or just being able to do stuff at home has been nice because as much as I love being here, this is still like work. People are like, don't you just work out here all the time? It's like, well when you're done with work, do you just want to like stay at work and hang out? Like, like for other people, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, you just don't hang out at the office. It's like, so sometimes yes. And sometimes no, I just want to go home. So, um, but it's been cool to have that capability at home now, or to feel like I can still get a solid nozzle style workout, but not that the gym, but at home, but did a lot more, um, I guess, Fun stuff. Not fun. Not the working out is not fun. But like, I did so much. Working out is not fun. I did uh, way more like surfing and golfing and trail running because I was just like, let's get outside. I think p- part of being on virtual was like I don't want to experience that, and I don't want to be in a little inside confined bubble because I'm inside all the time now. So it was wanting to like get outside and have that mental break of doing something other than what I've, I do all day every day
4: that's actually a really good point because like I didn't really think about that at first but yeah I guess it feels like it's been so long but prior to pandemic it was more so like sneaking workouts in here doing stuff around the facility grabbing a piece of equipment like moving around always had stuff at the house but now it's like almost every workout I do is outside like in the front yard or at the dunes or in the arena now that we got that going on. But it forced a lot more movement outside, whether it was just like rope flowing outside, little propulsors outside, BOSU balling some stuff outside. It's never really in facility anymore or in definitely not in my house. But yeah, a lot more outdoor movement than anything, which is awesome. Rain, shine, cold, hot, outside. Always outside. Just builds character yeah gritty gritty workouts tough workouts in the elements just a tough guy uh, dude, some some may say <laughs> all day, all day yeah, if you guys didn't know goose day. is one of the toughest guys in slow
3: county dude like if you roll up on him poof. dude tough it's,
4: individual <laughs> expect to be a poof, man laid out in one way or another <laughs> but yeah Bach bought, bought a lot of shit too though I think like you were saying, bought a lot of toys and stuff, bought a lot of shit. <clears throat> got like two mob sticks, at one point had three maces, hydrocore bag, two kettlebells, bosu ball, med ball, three ropes now. Yeah, I got a full facility. One man. for the front yard, one for the backyard, and <laughs> yeah. one when I'm on the road. <laughs> exactly. Got the one for show, got the one for function. It's the whole, it's the whole thing, man.
2: Mitch and I bought kayaks.
4: Oh, everything' coming for eight months. <laughs> so
3: bad. Yeah. Dude, my gym just, I didn't like, I bought equipment and never really used it. Like, I bought a bunch of kettlebells, brought, took a bunch of sandbags from here, like, our old ones. I, like, I did it, like, got some oak sticks like, I did a couple at home, and I was like, this sucks. Um, I don't really like my backyard for working out anyway. Um, but then I was like, screw this, let's buy a kayak. Uh, I was like, let's, let's buy another bike. I was like, so, I literally just ended up, like, cleaning did, like, just 20, 30 plus miles on a mountain bike. 10, 20 plus miles on the road bike, trail runs, some 20 to 30 minute whatever routines in here from time to time. I think that was it. I don't know. I've got a bunch of rollers. I got so
4: many rollers. <laughs> I think it's great that you I got think, the kettlebells and then it's like they're here now. Yeah, I just brought them it in. Like, <laughs> it's so
0: yeah, good. Yeah, you turn your turn at home facility into the gym, gymnasium, is just up in new equipment. Forced us to, to get some kettlebells And that was next level Yeah, Sometimes
3: you just need to bring them in Let other people persuade them. Ownership to buy them <laughs> you know. Definitely 2020 was definitely a re- <laughs>
0: Retail therapy year It was like just Oh I could use that Oh I could use that <laughs> well, like, I'm gonna did, buy that
2: We didn't spend any money Going out or going anywhere So It was like Well I might as well Invest in Stuff that I'm gonna use <laughs>
3: Did I tell you when my kayak came in? The guys dropping off the kayak Big old 18 wheeler truck He goes, you got a kayak? I was like, yeah, got a kayak. Super stoked to go out in the water, you know? It's right over there. It's going to be great. He's like, yeah, we got like five of these in the warehouse right now. something about them not floating.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was like,
3: 2020 is about to get real interesting. Let's see if this thing floats. (laughs) I bought a kayak that doesn't even float. Man.
4: Luckily, it (laughs) floated. Yeah, the kayak game, you, you were deep in like the mountain bike game. I mean... Just so much more outside stuff Yeah, for, I think like across well, the board for all four of us. It was miserable for a
3: bit because that was like the only thing you could do. So it was so busy outside and everybody from out of town even down south were coming up. I was like, dude, this actually wasn't fun for a while. Yeah. But then it was like, I don't know, you kind of find like I found myself not doing it as much on the weekend and just going like three days during the week.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, just cruising out like in between sessions or whatever. Yeah, until you get a flat five miles an hour with a class of 45 minutes. Oh, <sighs> Ooh, that's exciting. That's <laughs> not that functional strength Overcoming
3: challenges, man. That's just when you the run theme. 30 mile, a 30-pound bike <laughs> five miles back on...
2: <laughs> I
0: was wondering why you came back so sweaty and <laughs> you covered in poison oak, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Railed in poison oak. <laughs> Probably.
2: I can't believe you just didn't like unicycle that bad boy down the hill.
3: Oh, you know what? I did start writing it down. It was like drifting a car. <laughs> <laughs> no control That was sketchy The world is your playground, Mitch And you just brought it here Because Now we have urban kayaking to explore next
0: oh, Yes, yes. Good, call. Good call Other big wins from 2020 We built a whole outdoor space Like a whole nother outdoor facility Slowly is, we just gotta build walls and a roof now
4: Yeah, dude It's
0: basically back to the indoor almost. <laughs> That process, I think, was pretty pretty rad to to witness because it was like, all right, now you guys can go train back outside, and we're like, well, great, we have a parking lot that is just weird oblong, and we have some equipment we could bring out there, and we have a small, you know, fifty square foot storage shed that we can hold stuff in, where we hold all of our vipers, all of our sandbags, and we hoist them out, bring them back in. Michael had purchased some uh, horse stall mats and. S- made Slow County sell out of them, so everybody who had horses couldn't buy horse stall mats. We had them at our facility for outdoor ground. And now it's turned into two 20-yard turfs and storage containers well, and like all your, our equipment out there.
4: All the uh, all the easy-ups and stuff, too. I Like, people, oh, here, like I got an extra easy-up. You guys can use this. I think there's, like, a mission prep one out there, if not two of them. There's a fluid one out there. So people are just kind of, like, helping us out at the same time. But the progression of however many little horse stall mats taped together, slide the TV out in the morning, post it up to what it is now. It's like, I mean, it's night and day. That's a badass outdoor spot. Yeah, who knew shipping containers could be turned into great sheds for true stretches, equipment
0: attachments, TVs, speakers, lighting. Movie nights. Movie nights.
4: Disco neon Friday. It definitely five, felt, yeah, it felt
0: like the community was <laughs> came back. Like it, it created a space that was safe you know enough space for people to to have that six foot with a full class and to get back into the groove of not just using two pieces of equipment but use a bunch of different equipment and and kind of have that fun exploring the the adult playground if you will
2: yeah definitely felt like like january being back and like having the new programming with six stations like do we get to put cones out today (laughs) like with station numbers and then like turning up the music using more than just a viper and a sandbell like we're back like it felt it felt like i got got that vibe was like dude this feels actually really good like to be able to do that and then have people you know walk out like that was a great session and my body hurts and it just it was a nice and uplifting and it doesn't it doesn't hurt like thank god we live in california you know it's nice (laughs) out right now like january and it's Freaking negative sixteen and snowing in places, and we're out here like in shorts and tank tops, going, "Bring out the easy up! It's gonna be hot at noon!" Like, yeah, ridiculous. You know, it's, it's like, I don't
0: know if we're gonna show today because it's too warm. It's like,
2: <laughs> what? It's seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been super rad to have that feeling of, of like normalcy because it's always kind of you know the the what's next kind of mentality and how are we gonna have to pivot again. And so it's nice to have something that feels familiar. And, you know, like, pre-COVID, BC times.
4: Familiar but new at the same time. Like, I probably yeah. had a handful of folks this morning in the 6 a.m. say that they actually prefer the arena over, if, like, if we do come back to in-facility stuff, whenever that does happen, like, oh, I, we like the arena better. What do you guys like? Just fresh air, you're outside, you're running around. Like, just a different feel. Sunrise and sunset workouts? Like, what? What's better than that? It's so nice. So yeah, something new, but also feels normal and like consistent. Like you know it's not gonna go anywhere.
0: I wanna give props too. I mean, we all we all appreciate our community, but props to the athletes that have all like kept, kept pushing and adapting with us. Cause to be honest, we had no idea what we were doing. It was kinda like we were just <laughs> rolling with the punches and we're gonna deliver the best sound content we can give. Like we put in the work, we put in the intention. It wasn't just some bullshit program. Uh, and we're not bullshit coaches like we got to deliver our quality experience we got to have a good time with this and we got to get people still leveling up got to make progress because if we stay in stagnation doing nothing or just maintaining where we're at we start to hit that plateau and we lose that that momentum and so just having having athletes show up whether it be virtual whether it be in person whether it be just supporting us not through showing up but purchasing on-demand content or having people that they know show up to uh, to virtual sessions and bringing in people that we've never even met before in person uh, into virtual sessions. Like that's, we're absolutely blessed to have that opportunity. I know a lot of gyms, a lot of trainers have lost all that. Um, many have gone virtual and have found success, but so many have lost their facility that they were training at. Shut down. Now they got to go do stuff themselves. They don't just have a facility where people come to them. They've got to search stuff out. So props to to our community for for rolling with us. Um, it's it's definitely mutual. It's not just on us. We could we could create all we want, but if there's nobody there to. To participate,
4: enjoy, what's the what's the use? And to trust. Just trusting that we're gonna figure it out, even if we are rolling with the punches, going day by day, week by week, trusting like, hey they're still gonna provide quality. Quality whatever it is, and trust that they're gonna enjoy like back and forth, that mutual trust I guess is a huge part of it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about
0: training is like being able to work with, with people on an individual basis, on a group basis and feed that energy uh, to the rest of the world. Uh, what were some of the other Favorite moments that you had from 2020 like I'm talking about full-on Moments not like overall like this is the theme of what was cool, but What
4: what what you got goose I uh, one that always stands out and I think I was talking about it maybe in the last one with Michael um, but Audrey and Mary getting that row flow rope and shipping that out to Nicolet Like that was one of the coolest cool things so two clients uh, gifted a rope flow rope to another client who had to move away um, if like I work stuff, life stuff ended up moving away which virtual keeps her as a part of the community which is super dope as opposed to just saying like peace out sorry can't like hang out, can't train anymore but them surprising her with that rope flow rope that meant so much to her was still to this day like one of the coolest things I've seen since I started working here. Like, it was just such a dope experience for me just to like even hear about to see them purchasing the rope what do you do with that? Oh,
1: we're going to ship it out to Nicolet. Dude, that's
4: so fucking
2: badass. Damn. I don't know if I have a specific moment, so...
0: In the kitchen with Clean Mitch? Dude, that was like one of the best shows <laughs> in the history of shows. Good point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I that. that was what I lived for. Was it yeah, Monday nights?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was mostly me cooking and Mitch drinking and then just talking crap about... Mitch talking crap about mayonnaise, but...
3: And you talk to us about me, and you talk to us
0: about you, and then talking to everybody else, and then That's talking to us people commenting, and then talking to us Yeah, we- little context on it. Clint uh, and Mitch, we, we created a Facebook uh, community that was strictly for our gymnasium crew, people that were involved in virtual and in person. And we decided to start some shows to keep people entertained and positive vibes flowing because we couldn't have those local conversations and those opportunities to just connect with, with people on a Not just a daily basis, but every session, there's an opportunity there, and so we kind of lost that. So the Facebook community helped to bring that back, but then the shows, like just live shows, Kalina and Mitch created in the kitchen with Kalina and Mitch, and they would do a Mm -hmm. uh, cook a meal. Was it every Monday for a few weeks? I don't remember. remember. So long. Whatever. Once a week. The
2: goal was to highlight. (laughs) Two years ago, at this point. The goal is to highlight that it wasn't as hard as people thought to eat healthy and eat food that tasted good at the same time. Um, but mostly, it was just us talking shit back and forth while while cooking. You know, I had this elaborate two camera setup, and Mitch would like I'd be talking and like looking down at the, at the frying pan, and then I'd look and like having a conversation. I thought with Mitch, and I'd look up, and it would just be like a blank screen. Like he just <laughs> he just went out, and like doesn't even say like Oh, I'll be right back." He just left, and I was just like, "Well, so a beer, dude. this is pretty standard, actually." Well, I didn't
3: know you kept your barbecue inside your kitchen. <laughs> fair, fair point. Should have thought about it. You could have
2: set your camera up outside.
3: I didn't realize I had
4: to communicate with everything I had to do.
2: <laughs> we want to see the process. That was
4: the goal. Kind of an inside glimpse right now of what it looks kind of like. I think it's about brother sister. <laughs> exactly. Because we had such strict guidelines for the show. <laughs>
2: But in overall <laughs> moments, I thought it was actually really cool to see each individual coach thrive in their own environment and owning different pieces of movement and/or training. Like seeing Goose own body brows and come up with that, and have people be like, "Dude, that is awesome! I really, I really love that." Like mindful movement going virtual was pretty rad. Mitch doing like mob stick workouts. Um, Mobbing with Mitch. Yeah, but just like having each person kind of um take ownership over something that they were good at and not being afraid to be like no i'm going to do this like i think this is a good idea and i think people are going to like this and seeing that um be successful was really cool i think that was cool for our um our bosses to see that you know it's we know we're not just a cog in the wheel per se but that you can contribute and bring something and have these innovative ideas that work and that people like hey we we are tapped into what people like and that we can do this and do it well and people will continue to do it so that was pretty cool to see.
3: Outside of work I loved hanging out you got like bar bar I loved our weekend stuff that we would do a mm. few nights with our crew because we were in our own isolated bubble that was great but like work-wise I didn't really enjoy much. To make just make it through yeah it's fair enough literally yeah. just make it through.
2: Start thriving yeah it's not, not quite thriving, sure, but thriving. surviving.
0: Yeah, pals and paddles, that's, that's work-related. Get on the paddle boards, get in the kayaks, get out in the ocean and open air.
3: Yeah, pals and paddles. <laughs> our PG edition. <laughs> Save that for another podcast. Yeah, that's another
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're Skyping in live from uh, at the ocean.
3: At beach. <laughs> yeah, we're coaching from our uh,
2: Yaks
1: today. Yeah, it's like oh, rock.
2: Yaks. Oh, man. <laughs> Cleaner, luxurious, sit on top kayak. Hey, you know what? I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous. It's it's okay. It's okay. Looked cozy on it. It's pretty nice.
0: (laughs) Looking at 2021, where we are right now, this is a year. It's almost been, almost been a year. It feels like it's been multiple lifetimes. 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 I've I've had. I've I've discovered multiple versions of me that I did not know existed. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: oh. not all positivity guys quite a few personality yeah i thought i had a, like a tripolar disorder man was... a tripolar yeah there was definitely more than three of me in there definitely quad quad polar over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're going east west north south i don't even know other direction every, but... every degree in between <sighs> none so looking at things now how are we doing how are we doing individually how are we doing how do you see this year playing out um and like, where's your mind at right now as a coach? As a human being, really. <laughs> well, not
3: shit can get worse.
2: <laughs> don't say that, don't put that out there.
3: I just don't did. You put that
4: even on me Ricky 229. <laughs> That's pure. That's 229.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I mean, it's like, if you think about what we just did the last year, adapting and changing to anything that we have to do, if we have to come inside, great, super easy. And it can't be any more stressful than the stuff we had to do in the past. Like nothing we'd go do going forward is gonna be more stressful than what we just did the past year with our pivots. It's already dialed away to be successful in everything that we need to do. Unless there's something that we change in a new way, like a whole completely different something that we all have to learn to adapt to, like everything that we do with what we're doing now is easy, to, I think, to adapt to and change to. It stripped away
0: the organization and the structure, the foundation of what was easy in our,
3: in our job, and we had right. to figure out a way to make it easy again. Right. Or and at now, least flow fluidly. And now it's flowing fluidly, so if we need to pivot again for X, Y, or Z, whatever the reasons are, I think it's all relatively manageable and easy to do. It's kind of like, oh, shit, all right, another one. <laughs> Versus like, uh, another one. Uh,
0: so on. you're hopeful. There's, there's that's nothing up. that's going to...
3: Oh, you're hopeful. No, Mitch uh, doesn't have any no hope. <laughs> there's still no hope in this body. I
0: think that's one of the Star Wars
3: movies. That Star Wars had hope or
0: something like that. Do you have a word for going forward to 2021, Mitch? Uh, uh.
2: Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's two syllables this time. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> uh, no, it's more of just like, man. I hope we don't get rain. <laughs>
2: That's
3: all oh, good call. Uh, I just yeah. hope we don't get. I want, like, this is actually when I want. He is hopeful. He is. That's I got to, some hope. This is when I'm hoping for a drought. <laughs> I'm hoping we don't get rain, where we don't have to deal with having to deal with the rain outside. That's it.
2: Man, I feel, I like don't want to say like things are good, but things feel um, stable at least. You know, I think my um, outlook for. right now is positive and to keep keep owning what we're doing and keep finding ways to to make each session or make each workout like killer um and to keep just being positive and doing a a good job at our jobs um and then like i don't know i feel like we're owning this right now and it's kind of cool to see i have this feeling like things are going to Now it's like we're in this growth phase. Like, how do we grow virtual to not just be the local community? How do we grow um, female core conversion now that we have these new capabilities with just virtual training, you know, for people that don't live here directly? Or we have all these capabilities for parents who can't leave their house, moms who can't leave their house, but who can mute themselves and still watch and participate from home, you know, in their space. So I feel like there's these cool little avenues and potentials for growth, which last year was just like, survive, like, try not to drown, and figure out how to make it work, and now there's this weird area where it's like, no, oh, we can actually grow in these little areas now, and, like, get better, and be innovative, and succeed. Um, so that's kind of a, a cool looking forward to in 2021, and seeing how things, how things go. Like, how can we make this work long-term? But then also at the same time, it's just like what's next, like you know, <laughs> how are we gonna have to pivot again? Like when they go, like, oh yeah, it's all quote unquote normal again, like you oh, go back inside they... and die <sighs> to being like, do. Do. I don't want
0: ah, Damn, you know, they down. Coach, I think that's that's powerful. That's powerful growth in in this year because it is it is stabilizing, uh, in the sense of we've had to adapt, 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 pivot, 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 and it's like everything that could be thrown at us, shut your doors, don't train outside, you can't train at the park, you can't train with your eyes open, you can't use your ears. It's like, what are we supposed to do? Just speak telepathically to people and get them to work out? It's like, we find a way to connect no matter what. We're going to find a way to reach our community, we're going to find a way to make sure that people are getting not only their, their physical training, but their, their positivity, positivity dose. They're getting that that uh, that pill of positivity that I think we all need, and we all gotta encourage each other. It's, it's tough to get our own positivity. We can self-talk all we want, but if there's nobody there to reflect and, and mirror that positivity that we're looking for, it's just gonna be a lie for ourselves. So, um, continue to feed, feed each other that momentum and, and celebrating the wins, even if it is, I didn't work out for six months. Today, I got my kettlebell and I did 10 presses. It's like, yes just now, just do that, just do that. Like you gotta get up and do something because it's easy to become stagnant, it's easy to stop doing stuff because we just have no idea where this unknown goes and you either stop in the unknown or you just keep pushing through, you keep pioneering a path and others are gonna follow if your path has some light at the end of it.
2: I like the effort uh, kind of 2020, you got to pick your heart. Hmm. It was like, like, working out is hard, I think it is hard, being obese is hard. Pick your heart. Like, which one are you going to go for? And it's kind of like mentally, too, you know? Being motivated to get outside, like, that's hard. Being de- being depressed is hard. Being happy is hard. But, like, you have to pick your heart. Um, for, like, 2021, it's the same same thing going into it. It's not that it's going to be easy, but it, we have choices. That's always the the light in the, the tunnels. You have a choice to make.
4: Choices. What you got, Goose, for 2021? Probably the same word. Excited. I think for all those reasons, um, like Mitch was saying, if you know, shit hits the fan, shit does get worse, like how could it get worse? I think we're ready for whatever worse could be. Like We've established a nice like base foundation of, we can maneuver this way, we can maneuver that way, we can go back to full virtual, we can go back to fully in-person, we can go just outside, we can go fully inside. Um, the growth, like Coach was saying, we have so many opportunities to try new shit Um, Whether it's new programming of like steel mace stuff, body brow stuff, kettlebells, mope stick, like rope flow, whatever it is, we're finding different ways to grow in so many different directions and hit so many different people, the LA, the Bay Area, the Valley, OC, wherever you're at, out of the country. We have so much opportunity that it's hard not to be excited for like whatever's going to come our way because no matter what, I feel like we're going to crush it. So I'm excited. It's like mobile resiliency. Yeah.
3: Like, we have such a strong foundation of it, so all right, would be resilient another way, another form, battle-tested, ready to go.
2: We just won't die, man. We yeah. ain't got no quit. We ain't got no quit.
3: <laughs> if our video
4: game stats were real, like, I mean, they are it would be freaking loaded up after this past year. I mean, we're ready for, I mean, all those, like you're saying, all those end-of-the-level bosses, like, like, what's next? Bring it, like, what's next? I'm ready. But we've got a squad. We've got a squad. And it's
0: not just here at Gymnasium. We've got other trainers, other people in fitness that are rising to the occasion. They're putting themselves out there. They're trying things. They're failing miserably and then learning from it. It's easy to fail and be like, ah, oh, no, it didn't work. But that failure can feed momentum to find success because you're going to keep getting frustrated with yourself, keep getting angry, keep trying to figure it out until something clicks and then you hold on to that little, that little win and you just start reaching out to more people, or you start to, instead of just getting another certification, you're applying your techniques and sharing it with the world and saying what you've learned. It's like people are finding a voice or they're completely shutting down and you get to choose one or the other. And you may sound like a complete idiot, but share something, you know? Get your voice out there so you can hear yourself speaking. We had the whole year last year to reflect on ourselves talking. And sometimes we watch a video, like, I'm not watching myself talk, you know? could really watch, even listen to, like, a, a podcast or a video of when I've said something. It's, like, it's, it's tough to hear your own voice, especially when you know you can do things better. And as a perfectionist or as somebody who's wanting to do their best, to know that you're not necessarily doing the best that you think you can do, just knowing that yesterday you're only so good, tomorrow you're going to be better, today you just got to give what you can. And there's some saying, it's, like, I'm not as good as I'll be tomorrow. I'm better than I was yesterday. And so you're enjoying this present moment and like really treating this present as a present. It's a gift. It's an opportunity to make a choice. And you don't know that it's on the other end of that choice. But as long as you make a choice, you can go back and reflect on that choice you made. And was it wrong or right? Well you decide, but it's not necessarily this wrong answer. It's just you can keep doing better. And so I think this year is it's a it's about being better, it's about balancing and Balancing better, you know, we've hit these other peaks and these lows, and now we've kind of seen both ends of the spectrum, where there's a lot of success. We've, we've found a lot of failure in how we're coaching and in our programs, and what our athletes enjoy. Um, so finding that balance of of, of making the choices and, and being satisfied with the result, and doing better, do better, do better, do better to 2021. Thanks, you guys. I think it's a good conversation that. We'll look back on this in 2022 and go, hot damn. Oh, uh,
3: uh, whatever Mitch said. Yeah, or we're going to go back and go, Jesus Christ, that two straight years.
0: <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> Mitch. Hopefully
3: that conversation doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> Mitch, thank you so much. Clement, thank you so much. Goose, a.k.a. Jonathan. Thank you so much. And thank you listeners for uh, tuning in to our, uh, our beautiful conversation. Catch you next time on the Gymnasium
4: Podcast
1: wind chime <laughs> <laughs> We should probably shit but... shit <laughs> 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 Hey y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your fitness obsessed friends and peers who are also navigating this world of fitness and trying to succeed through the trends and misinformation. As you guys can see, this podcast is basically a masterclass for trainers wanting to level up in their coaching skills and their fitness business model. Relaunches in 2020 because you and your fitness tribe deserve to see an unfiltered look at all the aspects of what it takes to stand out as a next generation coach and build a successful fitness business. So share it far and wide. And please, when you do, do me a favor, take a screenshot of this screen and share it to your social media accounts and use the hashtag gymnasial podcast. That's hashtag gymnasial podcast. That way we can see you and share your post with our audience. And finally, when you're ready to go to the next level as a coach, or in your business and to reach more people, please go check out gymnasuedu.com. We have put together the best 90 day coaching program on the market for trainers wanting to become a masterful practitioner and build a business that gives them the freedom and impact. So let us help you do just that. We have online training and one-on-one coaching to guide you through a full 90-day certification. We even get you training our clients live because it's always better to work out your kinks on someone else's clients than yours. But we promise you this, your clients will be blown away by the transformation our program will help you make. You'll be masterful at a whole new level and part of an incredible community of coaches worldwide, taking their skills, to the next level so if you thought today's episode had some fire to it and inspired you to take action wait until you see what we deliver on this program so just go to gymnasioedu.com and we'll see you on the other side remember that turning your passion for fitness into transformation and sustainable business is critical to reaching the people and lives you were put on earth to help it matters and truly can make an impact in other people's lives so i hope you do that keep sharing your passion and we'll talk to you soon